0: Well our passage today is uh, taken from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 2 verses 13 through 23. Uh, in some traditions they always cele- celebrate might seem like an odd word but they always mark the fourth day of Christmas which is yesterday uh, as the day of, the, of commemorating the slaughter of the innocents uh, which is when Herod has all the babies uh, murdered uh, um, because looking for the Christ child, and that's our not terribly happy story uh, for today from the gospel according to Matthew. Now after they had left, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream and said, get up, take the child and his mother and flee to Egypt and remain there until I tell you for Herod is about to search for the child to destroy him. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother by night and went to Egypt and remained there until the death of Herod. This was to fulfill what had been spoken by the Lord through the prophet, Out of Egypt I have called my son. When Herod saw that he had been tricked by the wise men, he was infuriated, and he sent and killed all the children in and around Bethlehem who were two years old or under, according to the time that he had learned from the wise men. Then was fulfilled what had been spoken through the prophet Jeremiah. A voice was heard in Ramah. Wailing in loud lamentation, Rachel weeping for her children, she refused to be consoled because they are no more. When Herod died, an angel of the Lord suddenly appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were seeking the child's life are dead. Then Joseph got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was ruling over Judea in place, in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. And after being warned in a dream, he went away to the district of Galilee. There he made his home in a town called Nazareth, so that what had been spoken through the prophets might be fulfilled. He will be called a Nazarene. Well, um it's an interesting story there's a lot of politics involved there but there's a lot of uh, uh, what I want to talk about is this idea of having plans and knowing what to do uh, this year by the way today's the last weekend of the regular season of the NFL which is kind of an uh, it's often an important day for me uh, this year not so much uh, I ha- haven't mentioned the Bears very much this year at all because they're having a, a reasonably bad season but last year in one of my uh, messages I showed this picture of the coach of the Bears rookie coach last year and he was uh, Studying his play chart, okay. So they have this laminated sheet with their their strategy for the game, their game plan, and and he's looking at the chart, and um, and it was just because he had had this slogan on there on his chart that was visible to everybody, and I was talking about that. But that play chart thing is kind of interesting because um, I remember watching a game. I don't know how many of you are football fans, but. Um, they, the team had gotten themselves into a pickle they're, they're, It was third down and 32 yards to go And if you're if you're a football fan you understand how hopeless that is if you are not a football fan Just know that that's a really bad situation to be in okay So the, it's third down 32 yards to go and the coach is on the sideline calling and he's looking at his chart and the announcer goes I don't know what he's looking for There's no play for that on his chart, (laughs) okay? You know, it's just, there's nothing you can do. You don't plan for it. It's not going to happen. It's kind of hopeless. And when you get to that circumstance, when you get to that place where you just don't know what to do, there's no play on the chart for the situation that you're in, often that's the only time we start to turn to God. I mean, even in football, When do they call it a Hail Mary? When it's basically hopeless at the end of the game, right? And you have nothing else to do but just heave it up there and hope that something happens. Yes, finally, in that hopeless situation, you have the Hail Mary, all right? You're just going to turn it over to God. But sometimes I, I, I think that we end up in situations where we think we can't see a plan, where we think we can't that we're supposed to be going, and sometimes that's because we aren't looking with the right mindset, that sometimes when we're looking to try and figure out what it is that God might have planned for us in our lives, we do it with such a narrow focus that we're not able to see what God has in mind. How might we discern a plan from God? And that's what's happening in this passage, because all the way through this, Joseph is just following signs from God and picking up and going, okay? So he he sits, sits there and says,